I've got someone who... (laughs) I don't know what to say. I I just don't know what to say. And I've got sports. (laughs) (laughs) I feel... Oh, it's nice to see. Thank you for coming back. It's yes. really nice when you come and see us. I see you can see me. Yeah, that's a that's a quality street over there. Um, I want to change the channel, but I can't reach the clicker. I would just be a doubt. It's the horse racing on the channel for a bit. Um, what is it? Date fight. Date fight, of course. Oh man! Imagine if someone tuned into this one as the first one, like. Then maybe they're listening to two old men unable to change the TV channel. And a nice lady. (laughs) And then a lovely lady who's giving them sponge baths and listening to their stories. Sponge bath boy. This is very like being in uh, a care home. Apart from that, we don't all have COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Speak for yourself. I live with an 88-year-old. My God, my entire life is a care home. Uh, this is your relief. That's yes. a horrible, horrible boredom. Uh, should we explain it? No, doesn't matter. No, Let's push on. <laughs> you do your one and I'll do my one, all right? Okay, uh, we're going to talk uh, about things that happened in the past on this day. If you care, keep listening. If not, turn off. Over there is Lizzie Roper. Hello, Lizzie. Hello. Yeah. We're going Done. at the centre tonight. I'm going to take us to September the 30th, 1972, which, as we all know, I'm a huge fan of the sport, and this seemed like the sporting occurrence I couldn't fail to talk about in detail, uh, because I am very knowledgeable about this particular subject. Uh, On the 30th of September, 1972, Roberto Clemente made his 3,000th hit for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Now, I don't know what any of that means, but apparently... (laughs) It's very good. Uh, he was the first Latin American or Caribbean baseball player to make it into the Hall of Fame. Uh, when asked if he'd get to 3,000 hits the year before, he'd said, if I live that long. Mm. Um, he was both Latin American and also of African origin, so he had a lot of racism against him when he started his career. He said, I don't believe in colour. Um, and he was an all-star. Every year he played in the 1960s, except for 1968. He was the greatest player of the 1960s, apparently, and w- was in two World Series for Pittsburgh. But why do we care about his 3,000th hit? Because it was also his last. Oh. No! Mm. He did charity work every year. So every year after the season, he would go back to the Caribbean and try to help out in various ways, uh, working for free for charities. And on the twenty third, and on the he made this hit on the thirtieth of September, nineteen seventy two. And on December twenty third, Managua, the capital of Nicaragua, was hit by a huge earthquake, and he arranged flights full of emergency relief to go down to Managua and distribute uh, medicine and food. But he found out that the first three flights had all been diverted by corrupt officials of the Somoza regime, which who were in charge at the time. And so oh, he said, right, I'm going to go down there. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go down, down there and I'm going to sort this out. Mm-hmm. And so he booked a fourth flight and he got on it. And one of his friends uh, helped him load the plane and said, do you want me to help come down? He said, no, no, you go and enjoy New Year. Off you go. We'll be fine. But he wasn't fine. Uh, The plane took off and crashed almost instantly and everyone was lost. His best friend couldn't come to his funeral because he was busy diving in the ocean looking for his friend's body. And that is why Roberto Clemente said he might never make his 3,000th hit because he might die. Um, His 3,000th hit was his last ever. Oh, man. 
I feel like like a sort of Frankie Lane kind of song should have been written about him. It probably has. You know John, I mean? John Denver. Yeah. How would that song go? <laughs> like it'd be uh, it'd be uh, sort of arpeggiated strings, and then um, yeah, there'd be a yeah. refrain like um, what was his name again? Roberto Clemente. Come on, Clemente! Come on, Clemente! <laughs> you know. Uh, but you it know, you would just but, say the word "hit" three thousand times. Yeah, three thousand hits, and he was dead. Or what, you know, the, the three thousand <laughs> hit was the. Lo- you know what I mean? Yeah, the last no. hit was the best one. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. That's that. That's what happened on thirtieth September. Nothing more important has ever happened on this day. That's what you think. That's just some Jeez. guy doing some, some sports guy. rot. Yes. You don't know it. You don't care about sport. No. You're a big old liar. You're a fraud, <laughs> yeah. mate. You're a sham. I've got, and this is much more you, frankly, and I'm disappointed, mm-hmm. Nat. Oh, yeah. I've got the 30th of December, September, whatever, remember? <laughs> I certainly Welcome do. Welcome to some I date, fight. Doesn't matter which date, fight. Out the tonight. Bingo. I'm just picking numbers out of a bag. <laughs> no, I'm just picking stuff out. 1520. 1520. Proper Ooh. history. Oh. Mm. I'm... And Suleiman the Magnificent, oh. formerly Suleiman the Preapic, I'm kidding, is proclaimed. <laughs> Suleiman the Unimpressive. I used to do a song and he called won the lottery. I'm the Man Who Puts the Yap into Preapic. Uh, it was a good song. <laughs> it was a good song. Uh, anyway, he is proclaimed Sultan of the Ottoman Empire. Oh. Here's the thing uh-huh. I don't want to talk about him, I'm not interested in him. Oh. I'm interested in his wife, a woman oh. called Haram Sultan. Yeah. What a story she has. She was uh, kidnapped, basically enslaved. Uh, she lived in uh, Ruthenia, mm. which was like Poland, Russia yeah. borders. Got taken as a slave to Istanbul. Oh. And she was then stuck in the harem. Mm. Uh. Yeah, but here's the thing. She kind of made it work and she ended up becoming uh, the favourite of Sultan Suleiman. And he was like, well, I know, but he was like, I love you. I'm going to marry you. And he married her. And and she became the (laughs) rum-soaked... Sultana. She got the title Hasaki Sultan, and uh, she was kind of amazing. She she uh, she ended up sort of uh, getting involved in politics and stuff, and mm. um, yeah, she 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 did good uh, good things. See, enforced sexual slavery doesn't always lead to bad things, does uh, it? It's always Come on. bad. Oh, I'm I not saying only, that. I can only apologise. <laughs> yeah. You, you really got that So wrong. you jumped to judgment there, Lizzie, didn't you? Yes. I could hear it in your voice. Yeah. You were like, oh, that's a bad his, thing, enslaving when, when women. He, when he married his favourite, did he give up all the other um, sexually harassed enslaved women <laughs> or did he just keep <laughs> dipping into them all? <laughs> 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 um, anyway, he uh, he was so in love with her, he, he wrote this poem. Do you want to hear oh. a bit? Ooh. Yes, please. please. Throne of my... lady from... <laughs> Ruthenia. <laughs> oh, that's going to work. That, that's a workable yeah. limerick premise. Yes. Throne of my lonely niche. Oh, oh I get it. Oh. Yeah, I think we know yeah. what happened there. Yeah. Oh. My yeah. wealth, my love, my moonlight. 
My most sincere friend, my confidant, my very existence, my sultan, my one and only love. So maybe he didn't go back. Maybe he didn't go down where the spoons. Yeah, shame he could make it rhyme, though. Yeah. Come on, it's been translated. My woman of the beautiful hair. My love of the slanted brow. <laughs> Hang on. This wow. is like you're just filling for time at this point. Am I, yeah. Woman uh, my, of the pink my hands. <laughs> my lady what a back you have. Out. Also legs. <laughs> you with the name with syllables and everything. <laughs> Never leave me, you. Yes. Whoever you be. Let's do the birthdays. Bye. Happy birthday to Anne Jarvis, the mother who inspired Mother's Day. She had between 11 and 13 children. We don't know exactly because they almost all died. Only four grew to adulthood. And she was heard quite often to say, well, we deserve a whole day for doing this motherhood malarkey. And so her daughter, in 1906, um, dedicated a whole special church service to her, which she didn't go to because she died the year before. Um, and that became... Mother's Day, when Woodrow Wilson made it the second Sunday in May from 1914 onwards, and Anna Jarvis Jr., who'd come up with the idea of having the service and had it made into a day, thought it was too commercial and gave up on it after a few and said, no, we should stop celebrating Mother's Day. But they do it still to this very day. So happy why birthday, do, um, Anne Jarvis. Why does America and England have different Mother's Day? Because ours is Mothering Sunday, isn't it? Ours is actually the day when you send your servants home so they can go to their church, oh, their home church, their mother that. church. Yes, ours doesn't have anything to do with mums, really. Oh, right. You take a simnel cake. Uh, happy simnel cake. death. Yeah, I could take, 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 take a simnel cake. <laughs> you couldn't take a yeah. simnel cake. I could take a simnel cake. It's a very oh. heavy cake. I could. I could take it on the slanted brow, the beautiful hair, <laughs> the big knees. You name it. <laughs> Second most disappointing cake after Christmas cake. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had Simnel cake. Simnel cake is it's a anything. Christmas cake with marzipan on the top and Sounds twelve brilliant. or is it thirteen I'm in. I'm in. marzipan I'm in. eggs. I'm in. I'm in. If you take all the moisture out of a fruitcake, that's a Simnel cake. Oh, can you not like <laughs> soak it in vodka or something? No, nope. you could. Oh, I could. <laughs> with my beautiful hair and my slanting brows. <laughs> uh, happy death day to Victoria Braithwaite, who was now. I dispute this, but it's a thing that humans should have known anyway. She, in the 1990s, was the first scientist to demonstrate that fish could feel pain. Which suggests that either we didn't understand what pain was, or we're very... I mean, why do we think that animals run away from things that they that hurt them mm. if they can't feel pain? I do remember... Why do dogs thing, go, ow, 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 when you tread on their When paw. you tweak their undersides. Yes. Aww. I'd, I'd I do remember you that... go back through my Not Today Thank You podcast and, and oh. find the ones with Dr. Christine Nicolin, um, where mm. she talked about experiments that they did to empirically demonstrate that fish feel pain. Thank you very much. Oh, do you know how they did Victoria it? Can you tell me how they did it? No, yes, do tell, tell us. So what they do is they... Um, there's a, a kind of fish used a lot in kind of uh, research and tests and mm. stuff. And what they tend to do is just clip a tiny bit off the fin, uh, saying, oh, we can take a few cells from the end of the fin. It's fine. It doesn't hurt them. Uh, mm. And they were like, do we know that? Do we actually know that? <laughs> they don't have brains. And so they observed that um, after they'd done these clippings, the fish would not move about very much. They'd kind of sink right down to the bottom of the tank. It, like, they didn't look good, but they couldn't <laughs> prove it, right? So here's what they did. They built, like, uh, two tanks, two fish tanks. And one of them was very brightly lit with nothing in it. Mm. But they put some analgesic in the water. Literally, like, dissolved, ah. like, 
aspirin or whatever in there. And then they'd have another tank that had like lots of uh, weed and stuff in it where they could hide in a much more natural environment that they would normally choose with a little tiny interconnecting little bit. And mm. all of the fish would go into the brightly lit empty tank with the analgesic rather than their natural habitat, proving that... They Did they know what was in the other pain. one? Or did they just get to the first bit and go? Oh, they did, well, they just literally, they, yeah, they'd swim in the other tank, the, the brightly lit tank, and go, ow, "Oh ow, God, ow, ow, I feel, ow. I feel a bit better." Um, I'm high. I'm on my new now. I mean, it does, it does suggest that we think pain is something more than it is, which is just the signal your brain is sent by the nerves to tell you that something is wrong with your body. Yeah. Come to my basement, yeah, Matt, and we'll talk about how simple pain is. <laughs> I do remember do people come. suggesting uh, when they were banning fox hunting that, uh, that you shouldn't ban deer hunting as well because deer liked, they enjoyed running. They love it. No. They, yeah. Until They're having fun. Yeah. Until they fun and running about. I, I, I made the same plea that time in the playground. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old Anyway, the story joke, of Braithwaite's... It? It's blanks! It was blanks! Come on! Jeez. Having fun. <laughs> Victoria Braithwaite's discovery that fish can feel pain, which I don't think counts as a discovery, but it led to new protocols, uh, which led to the better treatment of fish in the EU, UK and Canada. But nowhere else, because nowhere else cares. Yeah. And post-Brexit, we'll get rid of all yes. that, mate! Yeah, you Do better enjoy it now, fish. Pain? Enjoy it while you can, you little swimming... <laughs> if you called a fish's mum a slag, would it be hurt? <laughs> no, no one's really upset. It's just an excuse to have a fight, isn't it? I'm a qualified oh. fish counsellor, and I've actually uh-huh. dealt with a lot of... Uh, fish get a lot of online uh, hate and aggression and stuff, and mm. uh, it, it does it does affect them. Oh. Sticks and bins oh. may break my fins. <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie Roper, it's your turn to speak Sticks now. Sticks and stones <laughs> may break my bones because I'm a sardine, and those things yeah. can be crushed with a tongue. Yeah. Mm. I'll stick in your throat and kill you that way. Like a queen mum. Yeah, Listen, come over right, here, queen the, mum. Hang on. Um, <laughs> hey, hey. You sleep under a post of the queen mum, don't you? Oh, I sleep on top of one, mate. Because <laughs> I'm British. <laughs> I know how With it's done. Cut I know how it's done. Is. God. <laughs> Welcome to the family podcast. Yes. yes, hello. Robert Clemente <laughs> versus um, the poor enslaved. What have you Told given me? That. What have you given me? You give me a, cake. a sexual slave. Hurram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hurram. Yeah, but and she's a terrible brilliant. poem. What was she? What was brilliant about her? What did she manage to do after her horrible? Da, yeah, I mean, terrible things. She was dealt a terrible hand, and she absolutely mm. turned around and made it work. And she set up charities. She built public buildings. She mm. she was amazing. She advised on foreign policy. She like she she turned it around. I just love the level of panic in your voice. That'll just do it like Gokwan. <laughs> bangers she, she worked it girl she was she had, here she, she, she made it work okay girls it's all about I'm going to show you how to make yeah <laughs> um what about what about Roberto Clemente did he have great bangers we did she end up did. becoming a yogurt ambassador like me <laughs> <laughs> did that last very long Gokwan yogurt ambassador yeah. hello girls <laughs> eat the did yogurt did he give it up to Martine McCutcheon or did was it the other way around? I think it's the other way around. I think yeah, McCutcheon we, we, had you, it. You and can't Grock go. Went, yeah. yeah. Got it from her grasp. I took the yoghurt and ran. Unprised her fingers yogurt. from the activity. Yeah. Oh, now it's mine. Male yoghurt appropriation. Yeah. <laughs> 
Marvellous. I don't know. I don't know. We've got sports. Let's make it up to Matt. Yeah, exactly. And we've got Thank women. You. and um, we're like, All right. Well, seeing as how that poor lady went through all that terrible time. Yeah. Fiddling mm. and sucking and all sorts of things and yeah. then ended up doing very good things, then yes, yes. Thank you. The point you is go. yours, Mr Jacob, yeah. Thank you. Now write a well. poem about the slant of my brow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well. Is that how it starts? That's another date fight. Done. If you enjoyed it, come back tomorrow. Well, we won't Bye. see you tomorrow, no more we that. <laughs> <laughs>